You're listening to Creating Impact Through Giving, a podcast brought to you by the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, providing you with the stories, techniques, and tools around impactful giving. On this show, we'll talk to donors, professional advisors, nonprofit leaders, and our own team of experts to identify charitable strategies that have resulted in some of our most impactful gifts. Oklahoma City is now the 20th largest city in the United States, with 27 people moving here every single day. Think about that for a moment. If you've been a lifelong resident of the Oklahoma City area, or you've moved here within the last 10 years or so, you can see just how much the landscape is changing. And with all the exciting things happening throughout Oklahoma City, there are many folks who continue to fall between the cracks and need a little help just to get by on a daily basis. Hello there, I'm Dan Martell and welcome back to Creating Impact Through Giving, a podcast brought to you by the Oklahoma City Community Foundation. The Oklahoma City Community Foundation is an organization, a group of people that invest in a place and the people who live there. The foundation brings people together from all across the community to contribute to that. So this brings us to a subject called iFunds. And I know you must be asking, well, what is an iFund? It's a compilation of gifts made by donors to benefit a nonprofit organization that services children, older adults, or maybe people in need of basic and preventive care services. The bottom line is that it's a way for us to help meet the needs of our community by providing grants throughout the year to those who need a little extra help. Today, we'll be speaking to Kelly Barnes, the Vice President of Community Engagement, who will walk us through the process of how the foundation awards these iFund grants. We'll also be speaking with Janine Yanish, the CEO of the Health Alliance for the Uninsured, who has been the beneficiary of some of the iFund grants, as well as Star Yellowfish with the Oklahoma City Public School District Native American Student Services, who also received an iFund grant from the foundation. So let's bring in Kelly Barnes. Kelly, welcome back to Creating Impact Through Giving. Hi, Dan. How are you? Good. So, Kelly, you and your team do a tremendous job every year working through the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, meeting so many needs throughout our community. I want to talk a little bit today about iFunds. My first question, Kelly, is what are iFunds? I know. It's kind of got an unusual name. The iFund program started in 2011, which was probably about the time that iPhones were coming online. And the origin story of that was, I care, I give, I fund. So that's sort of how the funny name came along. And since 2011, that grant program has expanded to include access to health care, services for older adults, opportunities for children, and then the recent addition to the iFund family are community and culture grants. Outstanding. So let me ask this. You know, there's a lot of people that you've helped through the years that, that fall into all those categories. Who's eligible to apply for a, an iFund? Sure. So a nonprofit organization that is in good standing with their 501c3 status and they have three years of financials under their belt are eligible to apply. So I know that a lot of organizations in the past have received an iFund. Are these organizations eligible to receive multiple iFunds? Can they apply more than one time? And and can they cross categories? Yeah, certainly. So we want to always encourage new people to apply, and we also want to cast a wider net in the charitable community. But certainly organizations can receive multiple iFund grants from year to year, and they can receive them in multiple categories. 
the kind of rule that we follow is that if you have a current grant in one of the particular areas that that grant has to close before you can apply for another grant. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. So, you know, one of the things I did was I set up this program today, Kelly, and we kind of talked about the idea of Oklahoma City is really growing. It's now the 20th largest city. And, you know, as our city continues to grow, I know the Community Foundation must be seeing more and more applications. Is that Would that be accurate? Absolutely. And we have. We've seen more and more applicants over the last probably 9 to 18 months is certainly coming out of COVID. More organizations are able to go back to their normally scheduled programming. So that certainly has an effect. I think that the community programs team has done more outreach. I think the OCCF leadership team has been more engaged in the community than ever before. And as a result of that, we're seeing more and more applications, more and more people attending our grant information meetings. We've really worked hard over the last six months to make our grant application less restrictive, our reporting requirements easier, the application in general is easier. So I think a combination of all of those things has led to more interest in working with the Oklahoma City Community Foundation and more grant applications. Well, that's really, really interesting. I can certainly see where you are getting more and more applications. You know, I am curious to know, uh, Kelly, one thing is I know that everybody that applies isn't always selected, that there is a selection process. So how does that selection process work? Sure, that's a great question, and we try to be very transparent about that. We have committee volunteers who are made up of community members, OCCF trustees, experts in the particular field where we have the grant cycle. They come together. We give them access to our online portal where they go in and they review the grants, they read them, they do scoring, and they rank the grants. And then we come together and have a meeting. And And most generally, the organizations that have scored the highest, not a lot of conversation. The organizations that may have scored the lowest, not a lot of conversation. We do usually have healthy and robust conversations about those that have scored in the middle. And yeah, the ones where, well, you know, you've got multiple opinions. And, you know, we really try to do a good job of answering direct questions. We also try to do a good job of making sure that that charitable organizations and nonprofits that we work with really understand the goals of the grant. And there's nuances to those grants, which are derived from donor intent. You know, the Oklahoma City Community Foundation works with a lot of different donors who have different interests, and that money has been left to us to steward. And for instance, in our access to health care, there is a preference for Parkinson's because one of the donors funds that have been left to us to steward had a preference for adults with Parkinson's and giving gifts to programs that are for individuals with Parkinson's. So we are always stewarding intent and it is competitive. Exactly. Absolutely. absolutely. We don't, I know that the foundation is, uh, has done a very good job. As I said, I mentioned that earlier that your, your team, you know, gets in there, you roll up your sleeves and you really, you know, go through the application, make sure that those that are receiving the actual iFunds grants, I guess, are are totally deserved. And, and I think that that's a, a very noble thing that the foundation does. And, 
Um, I'm curious about one other thing too on this, Kelly. Are there restrictions that these grants will cover some things they don't cover? What kind of things are really not covered in? Generally, we don't cover capital or equipment expenses, things like vehicles. They're usually grants for direct services. It's not general operating grants. It's not for endowment. It's not for capital campaigns. It's for direct services and programming. Got it. And then finally, you know, if an organization isn't selected, let's say during a particular cycle, are they encouraged by you all to reapply at at a later date? Oh, most certainly. Like I said, it's a competitive process. We receive more applications than we have funding to support. We always want to work with a nonprofit to help them strengthen their proposals, help them put their best foot forward for a future application. You may not know the answer to this, but I'll ask it anyway. Y'all have been doing these iFunds since 2011, so that's a dozen plus years. Mm-hmm. Over the over the, those dozen plus years, would, would you say you've given out thousands of dollars in the community, millions of dollars? What, what, what comes to mind? Sure. So I'll give you, I did pull a number okay. in preparation for the podcast. In the last three years, through our iFunds, OCCF has invested $2.1 million dollars by making 111 grants through these four grant cycles, the four iFund grant cycles. So I would say since 2011 that that number would go way up into the millions. Absolutely. That's that's unbelievable and outstanding, and you all should be applauded with the, the hard work that you do to, to help so many in the community. So Kelly, I want to thank you for being with us today. It's been great to share this information with our listeners. All of you, if you're interested in applying for one of the iFunds through the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, OCCF.org, OCCF.org slash iFunds, and you'll be able to get all the information you need. I know somebody from Kelly Barnes's team is uh, always willing and able to assist, and uh, we look forward to um, having you all apply through Uh, the Oklahoma City Community Foundation. Thank you for all the great work you do, Kelly. Thank you. I have one last little thing to add, if that's okay. And this is a message to our community and that our iFunds are open and available for individuals who would like to support those things to contribute. We are happy to accept gifts, tax-deductible gifts of any kind, to support any of our iFund categories. If there's a donor out there interested in supporting our services for older adults, helping seniors stay in their homes, supporting our mobile meal programs, if you are interested in sending kids with autism to camp, children with disabilities to camp, you are more than welcome to make a contribution to our opportunities for children iFund. If you are interested in helping veterans access health care or those who are uninsured or underinsured access critical health care services, we would welcome you to visit with our team about making a tax-deductible gift to any of our iFund categories. Outstanding. That's great news, Kelly. So that's for all of you uh, that have a a little philanthropic part right now and and you're looking to to help others in the community. Uh, We've got an iFund for just about everybody uh, here in the Oklahoma City area, so we do appreciate you uh, uh, making that consideration as well. So, Kelly, thank you and your team for all the great work you do. 
now I want to introduce Janine Yanish Jones. Janine is the CEO of the Health Alliance for the Uninsured. Janine, welcome to Creating the Impact of Giving. We are glad you're here. Thank you, Dan. I'm glad to be here. So I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the iFunds that you received uh, through the Oklahoma City Community Foundation. So first of all, before we jump into that, tell us a little bit about what the Health Alliance for the Uninsured is and What's the mission of your organization? Sure. So Health Alliance for the Uninsured, we're a collaborative to really help support the free and charitable clinics in the state, really. But um, we were formed in the, about 20 years ago to help provide access to health care to those who'd be unable to obtain it otherwise. So how did you hear about the iFunds at the Oklahoma City Community Foundation? Sure. So Health Alliance for the Uninsured, we have, at this time, we have five main programs. Our uh, flagship program is our specialty care referrals that we help the free charitable clinic homes when they want to refer a patient for a higher level of services. And so we work with providers that provide those free donated surgeries, imaging, things like that. Also, we provide prescription assistance to the free clinics. So whether it's name brand specialty medications or bulk medications through the county pharmacy, that's a second program that requires a lot of vital support to be able to provide those services. We do a navigation program where we're connecting individuals to free uh, clinics. So if they're needing access to health care, where, where can I go? This is where I live. Here's the needs that I have. Looking at with a lens of health equity, with language, things like that. Sure. So, and then with our uninsured diabetic program, and then just overall the resources that we're providing to the free clinics. So we have tremendous needs, and the Oklahoma City Community Foundation has been a huge partner in helping to come alongside the great work that we get the opportunity and privilege to do with helping the free clinics. And the free clinics will share that you know this is a vital and critical resource that they need from our organization to be able to provide the best care they can to patients. And most of these patients, this is their last stop. They don't have any other options for where they can get good care. I understand. Well, I want to know if through the years, if you've applied for multiple iPhones or have you gotten more than one or <laughs> so I would say the Oklahoma City Community Foundation is a very strong partner with okay. the Health Alliance for the Uninsured, and we could not do what we do without our partnership with the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, for sure. So do you think that the foundation is helping meet those needs in the community for this particular program? Absolutely. The Community Foundation, you guys are indispensable in the wisdom that you administer not only the funds, but you're so integrated into the community, you understand the the needs and where where the best use of resources are to make the most impact. And we love working with you to see how we can make the most impact with the dollars that you're giving us. Outstanding. And I guess my final question would be, tell us, you know, what kind of difference these iFunds have made to your organization. So if we don't have the funding, we're not able to provide the services. So, for example, we have a prescription assistance I fund this year, Access to Health, and one of the really critical needs that the free clinics have every fall are flu shots. And those are hard to come by, believe it or not. And for some of us, we don't even think about that. Like we just run into Walgreens or whatever, sure. if, especially, and you know, yeah. it's maybe covered. And so being, we, when we have flu shots in our office, those are picked up within four hours. Every clinic is down there grabbing those flu shots. So wow. that's one thing that we're going to be able to provide that we wouldn't have been able to without our partnership and the 
award of the iFund grant. And then in addition, we're able to access bulk medications for the free clinic. So the more funding we have, the more medications we can give, and there's no shortage of needs. So whatever we can get, we're able to provide to the free clinics. We're kind of a hub of resourcing to the free clinics that's really um, an awesome opportunity and privilege and structure that's unique to most states. We're kind of unique in the country to have such a strong supporting organization for the free clinics. Outstanding. Well, Janine, thanks so much for being part of the program today. We really appreciate you being here, telling us a little bit about the Health Alliance for the Uninsured. And, you know, we hope that the iPhone grants have and, and will continue to help those in our community, particularly those who are the most vulnerable. So we appreciate all that you're doing here in the community with the great work that you and your staff are doing. And I know that the folks at the OCCF will continue to support your organization and other organizations throughout the Oklahoma City community as we just continue to get bigger and bigger, you know, and with all great things that are happening in the city, it also festers some other issues too. So we're all all kind of in this together. Absolutely. So thanks for being here. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Now I want to bring in Star Yellowfish. Star is the director of the Oklahoma City Public School District Native American Student Services. Star, welcome to our podcast, Creating Impact and Giving. Thanks for having me. Glad you're here. So, Star, I want to talk, uh, ask you a, a few questions and kind of talk a little bit about uh, the iFunds that uh, you received. Yes. Through the Oklahoma City Community Foundation. You were awarded a grant for a project called Native Knowledge. Tell me a little bit about that project. Right. So, we titled it Native Knowledge because the goal of really everything that we do, not only for students, but families in the Oklahoma City community, is to try to increase the knowledge of any individual about our Native culture, um, history. So the three events that we decided that we wanted to write for to be supplemented by this grant was our Oklahoma City Public School powwow, our Oklahoma City Public School stomp dance, and our Oklahoma City Native American student art show. All three events are large events. They're open to the community, anybody in Oklahoma City, and they're free. And we thought that this grant would help increase awareness about our Native culture and would be welcoming to anybody in the Oklahoma City area. Outstanding. And just for the listeners to know, this was the culture and community, Mm -hmm. correct? Yes. All right, good. Which is actually a fairly new iFund that we have to the family of iFunds here at the uh, Oklahoma City Community Foundation. Oh, okay. So how did you hear about OCCF when when you were looking at this? Yeah, so it came across um, several of my colleagues' emails, and they said, we think that some of the things that Native American Student Services is doing would would be great fit for this. And so we went to the orientation session and we really felt like we could we could do this, we could apply for this, and we think that it would help boost those events that we already have in place and just make them more spectacular. It would make them more accessible. We could do more advertising for them. So um, we were really pleased to get it because we've written for grants before, not from the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, but from other um, sure. areas, yeah, and, and we haven't gotten them. So we're like so excited to have this one. So what were the steps like? I know that Kelly and her team has worked diligently to sort of make the mm-hmm. process a little easier. Right. So tell me about the steps that it took to apply for this grant. Right. So like I said, we went to the orientation, which was really helpful because we didn't know anything about it. A lot of the steps were online, really great communication with the Oklahoma City Community Foundation. We're a little different in our department as that we're not a school. 
So some of our budget questions and some of our application questions were very specific to our department. So they worked with us trying to finalize those so that they would be able to fit in the areas that they needed. I think the questions that we had were really great in terms of explaining what exactly we would do and how we would open it up to the Oklahoma City community. So. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent, excellent. So I'm glad that the process was easy. Now yeah. that you've gone through it yes. time, do you think that there are other programs or projects that um, your organization is considering maybe at the moment to apply for? Yeah, we absolutely want to reapply again for those three events. And we kind of want to add on something for Indigenous Peoples Day. Our school district doesn't really have a set kind of thing that we do for the community for Indigenous Peoples Day. And I feel like Oklahoma City also doesn't have, um, there are different pockets of things that happen, but I would love to have and organize like a larger public event for Indigenous Peoples Day. So that's that's, that's an idea that we have. Well, keep working. Yeah. I'm sure that at some point down the road, the foundation will be there to help back you on this. So how helpful was this grant and did it help you accomplish the goals you were seeking? Yeah, it definitely helped us accomplish a goal. I think one of the things that kind of really saved us from this grant is we had to have our um, event, our OKCPS powwow outside due to COVID restrictions. And because of the large stadium that we were able to have, we had to get a PA system. And so this grant allowed us to get a really nice PA system that everyone could hear that was in attendance. So things like that, we can't necessarily pay for out of our grants and out of our activity funds. So this grant was allowed us to just really scale up our event. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you had great attendance, too. Well, that's it. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah. So it sounds like you're, you're making some great things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the Oklahoma City Community Foundation particularly Kelly Barnes and her team, were thrilled to be part of the success of, of this particular project that you spoke about. Right. And uh, once again, I want to thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to, uh, I know that the folks at the foundation look forward to having you apply again and yeah. uh, helping you guys out more. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, that wraps it up for us today. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to this segment of Creating Impact Through Giving. The Oklahoma City Community iFund grants are awarded throughout the year, and I would encourage you to visit our website at OCCF.org, that's OCCF.org forward slash iFunds to learn more about the different types of grants available. Your organization could become a beneficiary of one of these grants in the future. I would like to thank our guest today, Kelly Barnes with the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, as well as Janine Yanish with the Health Alliance for the Uninsured and Star Yellowfish, the Director of Oklahoma City Public School District Native American Student Services for appearing on this program. We look forward to having you back with us next month. Until then, I'm Dan Martell and we'll see you again on Creating Impact Through Giving for another exciting topic. Creating Impact Through Giving is brought to you by the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, a nonprofit that works with donors to create charitable funds that benefit our community both now and in the future. For all episodes and more information, visit OCCF.org slash impact. Thanks for listening today and I'd like to leave you with this. Everybody wants to create some kind of impact in your community. What would you like to do? Contact the Oklahoma City Community Foundation and let us help you turn your legacy into a reality today. See you next time.